Welcome to Victorious Living. After you have gotten or you are saved by grace through faith, and that not of yourselves, it's a gift of God, he says then, now you work it out. He kind of puts it in our lap. Now you work it out. If you don't work it out, it don't work out. If I don't work it out, it doesn't work out. If I don't work it out, it doesn't bring the benefit that God has for me to walk in faith. If I don't do it. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. This week, Pastor Cowan shares with us, the gateway of faith is located in the mind. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the gateway of faith is located in the mind. Will the gate let the word of God and faith in? Or will the gate of your mind let doubt, double-mindedness, unbelief in? You name it. You name it. We name it. What do we let into our mind? So you can see then, hopefully we see then how all of this is tied together and gives us an answer as to why God hasn't done what we thought we were believing him to do. Okay. I'm lecturing right now. And, and so uh, a carnal mind or a spiritual mind equates to what the gate of our mind has decided to let in and one of the other. If I'm letting in carnality, if I'm letting in spirituality, that's going to determine where the level or if, the, if faith is operative and active in my life. So, you know, sometimes people might say, well, it's just too much uh, responsibility to read the Bible. You know, Lord, have you forgot I work? I said, well, he must. He said, if you don't work, you don't eat. So he knows, you know, God knows a little bit about work, doesn't he? Okay. Whew. Boy, God knows a little bit about work. Or he wouldn't have, if he didn't want me to work, he wouldn't tell me to work. So what, what it boils down to, not just working in the natural at a job or your business, but how you work at your faith. Amen. Work out, you know, the Bible says work out your own salvation. He didn't say achieve your own salvation through your works. He didn't say that. But he said after you have gotten or you are saved by grace through faith and that not of yourselves, it's a gift of God. He says then, now you work it out. He kind of puts it in our lap. Yes. Now you work it out. If you don't work it out, it don't work out. If, if I don't work it out, it doesn't work out. If I don't work it out, it doesn't bring the benefit that God has for me to walk in faith. If I don't do it. And you know, it's not any point getting mad at God. Don't work anyway. <laughs> you know, if you've ever been mad at God, what did you get? Nothing. You know, when I, when I was at home, I got, got, got mad at mama. I know, I know what was coming. I knew what was coming. Anyway, off of that. Now, let's go back into the book of Genesis just for a moment. And keep in mind that you will always have one or the other of the two minds. 
you'll either have a mind of doubt, unbelief, all that's connected with that, or you will have a spiritual mind that you have reached into God's word and opened the gate of your mind to it, and then it brought faith in there with it. Because what? Faith comes by hearing. And hearing comes how? By or through the word of God. So the Bible then is the most important book you'll ever, will ever, any of us will ever have in this life. It's better than the books that somebody writes. Well, they, uh, men actually wrote the Bible. <laughs> and so people will come up to me and say, boy, have you read this book by so-and-so? I said, yes, I have. His name's Jesus. Amen. So the book that God wants us to read is not what somebody else's opinion of the word is, but what is his thoughts for the word of God's concern. So I have shied away. I'm, I know Brother Hagin used to teach us along those lines, you know, that if you go to reading a lot of books that people write, you could get confused. Because everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a, 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 uh, an opinion as to what, it, what this means and what this doesn't mean. But God is the one who has the right opinion. And so let's, let's look back into the Old Testament just for a moment. In Genesis chapter 17, verses 15 through 18. And God said unto Abraham, have you ever heard God say anything to you? Well, now, Brother Charles, I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to hear God. It's because the gate is closed. When, when a person says, uh, says, it's hard for me to hear God, the gate's closed. The gate is closed to God's word getting in there into your mind. So we can either have a, a closed gate where the mind is concerned, or we can have an open mind where the word of God is concerned. And when we let in the word of God, then we close the gate to make sure it doesn't get out, and then we grow from there. We go, grow from there. And God said unto Abraham, as for Sarah thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarah, Sarai or Sarah, but her name will be Sarah, shall her name be, and I will bless her and give thee a son also of her. Yes, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. The kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham fell on his face and just went to laughing. Why did Abraham do that because he was thinking from the carnal. His mind was zeroed in on the carnal. How is this going to happen? We've been through all this through the years in, in the teaching. How is this going to happen? How is my wife going to have a baby? How in the world am I going to be able to father a baby? How in the world is this going to happen? How is the world that's going to happen? Abraham's carnal mind was spo uh, speaking to him. Now, God had already told him, I'm going to give you a son, and his carnal response was, I already got one. So he tried to impose on God the child he had with uh, his handmaiden. I've already got a son. Don't need another son. But God says, I'm going to give you one. So Abraham's carnal mind went to working, uh, uh, you know, 
in his mind where his mind was concerned because he wasn't thinking from the spiritual side. Well, wait a minute. God said something. Boy, when you see that, God said something. Immediately that calls your attention to the, to the spiritual side of life. If God said it, it's spiritual. And so here's Abraham between the two. So what Abraham has to do, he has to decide which, which side of life he wants to live on. Does he want to live on the carnal side and receive what God said he could, would have? Or does he want to get over here on the spiritual side and embrace what God has said to him and live his faith out where that was concerned? So you have to, I have to, we have to determine which side of life you want to live on. Do you want to live on the carnal side or do you want to live on the spiritual side? And so we are judged by how we receive the word and we're judged, the word judges us, how we receive the word, what we have done with the word that we received and what we are doing with the word that we have received along life's way. If I, if I go with God, I will have a successful walk and life of faith. The just shall live by faith. That's what the Bible teaches us. So you can see it's a lot more than just saying, I come to church. It's a lot more than saying, you know, I believe the Bible. It's a lot more than saying these, these uh, popular statements that people make. But yet at the same time, it can be a faith destroyer where our mind is concerned. So we make the choice. So I'm just try, simply tonight trying to tell you it's more than coming to church and shouting. Even though it's good to come to church when the Spirit's moving and the Holy Spirit's moving across the congregation and the presence of God is here and you can just, as we used to say, you can feel him in the air. I feel him in, the, I feel him in my hands. I feel him in my feet. I feel him someplace else. <laughs> I feel him all over me. So it's, 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 that's, that's good when the Spirit's moving, but the Spirit doesn't move like that every day of your life. It doesn't move, move that way every day of my life. I mean, it's not moving. It could be, but it, probably not 100%. It's not moving that way when you get up in the morning. Probably not, because you're thinking about what you've got to face that day. You're facing something that's happened in your life. Something's happened in your family. Something's happened on the job. Something's happened in your business. You're focused on what's happening in the carnal and it's overriding the spiritual. And so Smith Wigglesworth, what did he do? He got up at four o'clock every morning and he walked the floor, lifting his hands, I read, and just praising God, getting his day started so that he had the spiritual strength not to let the carnal side get into his mind for that day. And, and folks, we have to do that. We have to do that. You know, people come sometimes and want to pray, uh, Pastor, pray for me that I'll have more faith. And I sometimes feel like telling them, but I don't. I said, if I was going to pray that prayer, I'd pray it for myself. Pray that God would give me more faith. Amen. And then after that happened, then I'll pray for you. And that kind of thing. <laughs> and so uh, these things sometimes, you know, just to stop and, and look at them and think our way through them is a good thing where, we, where we're not expecting 
anything we're, just, we're hearing, we're listening, we're learning, amen. So Abraham, what happened when, when God told Abraham that? Abraham fell on his face. Abraham fell on the ground and he laughed. Now see, he's laughing even though God has said something to him. What does the laughter here mean? It means he has placed his thoughts. Well, God, I can't believe that. I can't see that God. I can't believe that. And so he laughed and said in his heart, shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred? What's he thinking about? He's thinking from the carnal side. He's not thinking from the spiritual side. And so when we think our life, when in life, and when we're thinking from the carnal side about everything in our life, the voice of the spiritual side of our life and what God has said, it's dim, it's faint, it's not very loud at all. So God's voice wasn't very loud uh, to Abraham when he fell on his face and he let the carnal side of life. Now carnal means natural. Carnal don't mean a person's off out in deep sin somewhere. It's just the, it's just the fleshly side of life. And so he said, uh, shall, a, shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old? See, now his age is getting in the way. And shall Sarah, now see, Sarah's getting in the way. Y'all, that's getting in the way. You know, if I hadn't brought her along, she wouldn't be getting in the way. It's our hope that today's message, The Gateway of Faith is Located in the Mind, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 24. Today's special offer is 24. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.